you have ever flown. I mean, intentionally, you know, in an airplane. You know, if God would have wanted us to fly, he would have made it easier to get through security. Thanks for joining us today. You're listening to Laugh Again with Phil Calloway. Can you name a few of the top inventions of all time? How about the wheel, the light bulb, penicillin, the phone, printing press, and then there's deodorant and shampoo, and the nose trimmer. Ah, personal hygiene is important, don't you think? When I was a child, I really didn't see things this way. The quickest way to get me out of the bathtub was to turn on the water. And if Mum wanted to hide something from me, she'd put it under a bar of soap. Anything gross was examined, tasted, and thrown. If something was clean, I made sure it didn't stay that way long. Mum and I did not see eye to eye on much, partly because she was three feet taller, but if she saw dirt on my face, she'd grab a tuft of Kleenex, lick it, and scrub the offending particles. Every kid's mom did this. Some kid's moms did this to random children. You'd see a lineup of ten kids on the street waiting to have jam and chocolate milk stains removed from their faces. That was right around the time we had an outbreak of mumps and measles. (laughs) It's a wonder anyone survived at all. My daughter Rachel was a lot like me. She liked to examine things discovered outdoors and taste them. If she wasn't eating in the wasbui patch, she was in the neighbor's garden sampling underripe produce with a scowl on her face. After going through onion tops and green tomatoes, she'd move on to earthworms, spiders, and mud, then show up at our front door with the remnants hanging from her chin, wanting a kiss. And yes, her mother gave her one. Our little girl changed her diet and grew up, and boys dropped by the house, noticing her. I told them about green tomatoes and earthworms, but that didn't stop them. When Rachel was ten or eleven, the neighbor boys set out a little wooden trap, and guess what crawled into it? A skunk. Rachel has always been a kind-hearted soul, so she had compassion on the poor critter and brought it some lettuce leaves. You know what happened next. She lived to regret that decision. We did, too. Believe you me. I opened all the windows and doors. I turned on the fans, sprayed some deodorizer. Nothing worked, so I set the house on fire. No, I didn't, but I felt like it. The place was rank, and Rachel was no better. P.U. We buried her clothing in the garden. That didn't help. We poured vinegar, tomato juice, and baking soda into the tub, told her to stay there for three weeks. At least the boys will keep their distance, I told my wife. But soon, Rachel was smelling great, and the boys were back. I don't know about you, but I remember the day I realized I didn't smell so good. It wasn't that I'd been hit by a skunk. That's not happened to me yet. And I was doing okay externally, but spiritually, where it really mattered, I'd been rolling around in the mud. I knew I was a sinner. I needed some cleaning up. Deodorant didn't help. I tried it. Not even my mother could wash it away. Trying to get rid of it myself only made me more aware of my own guilt. And guilt is the gift that keeps on giving. I needed a new kind of bath. Hebrews 10 tells us where to find it. It says that Jesus offered himself to God as a single sacrifice for sins, good for all time. By his death, he opened a new and life-giving way to God. We can go right into his presence because our guilty consciences have been made clean. Our bodies have been washed with pure water. Ephesians 5.2 invites us to live a life filled with love, following the example of Christ. He loved us and offered himself as a sacrifice for us, a pleasing aroma to God. You are cleansed, forgiven, and pure in his sight. Because of what Jesus has done, when God takes a whiff of you, you come up smelling like roses. I hope you can't stop smiling about that all day.
days, there's no shortage of bad news. But here at Laugh Again, our hope is to share the good news. We want to see others laugh, think, and be encouraged in tough times with the promises of the Bible. Your generous donations help sustain and grow the reach of Laugh Again so that countless others may have their hearts refreshed with the joy of knowing Jesus. To offer a gift today or even become a monthly partner, visit laughagain.org. Laugh Again, truth bringing laughter to life.